Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Musings with Banke. This is your host, Banke. In this episode, we are going to get to know me a little bit, not too much. And then we're going to talk about um, some pop culture things. And maybe a bit of the NBA. I'll see how I feel by the time we get there. So let's get into it first. Um... Some people asked me a couple of questions and I'm going to be answering them. Why did I start the podcast? Um, I'm very opinionated. <laughs> I have strong opinions and critiques about many topics and I just decided to share them with people. I My close friends know that I always say, okay, what do you think about this topic? This is how I feel. And sometimes I'll change my stance based on um, what I hear other people say. And that's just who I am. I like conversations, dialogue. I like critiquing things respectfully, thoughtfully. And that was my motivation for this podcast. And I like laughing. And I really, really enjoy listening to podcasts. So I decided to start mine. Um... One question asked, if I could relive a moment in my life, what moment would it be? Um, I feel like graduating college, just that feeling of being done with something that you've put so much work into, so much time, effort. It came with a lot of tears, happiness, growth, coming into my own, and just to finally wrap up that journey was really really good and i enjoyed before graduation i was so done so seeing that happen didn't didn't give up myself having hope and faith in myself was truly worth it 100 would recommend <laughs> and someone asked what my pet peeves are <sighs> my pet peeves mm. In, in like what in what area okay let me just list pet peeves and everything i don't like i don't like i don't like people that harass <laughs> i don't know if that comes off um bad just uncouth behavior do you understand when people just don't know how to behave sensibly sometimes i just look why are you acting like that why why can't you be normal right uncouth behavior and um entitled men you know um entitled to men for women's anything like women's bodies women's cooking women's time i hate it so much and when people call women females <laughs> don't say that beside me don't say oh you know what you females you're females please don't don't just grate my skin don't call women females near me i hate it so much if you have to say female you have to put something behind it just like female athletes female housemates female physicians do you understand not just females like you're talking about like species of goods or something Mm -mm. i really don't like that um my pet peeves also people that are overly critical I, i say i like to critique things but there's some people that i feel would look for problems where there isn't and that's also annoying um 
I like I'm also a kind of I'm living a good vibes kind of person. I I don't like things that too heavy you understand i don't want to be bogged down by things that are too heavy and too dark i usually live my life on the good vibes side of things so i feel like those are my pet peeves people that don't share their food <laughs> anytime i'm eating with like anytime i'm eating with my closest friends or my mom or my sister i always want to like put my spoon let me let me taste what you're eating and some people that one hey they would rather die than share their food please it's just food share share with us share with us just what let me just taste your food share your food okay don't be selfish share your food all right see i feel like those are all the questions i have someone asked how my dating life is um i don't know i don't know how it is it's it is what it is it's it's there you put it in the hands of god (laughs) yeah okay so let's get into the pop culture side of things number one (laughs) kim and kanye getting divorced (sighs) so when i was in nigeria i was a big fan of keeping up with the kardashians like is that how they pronounce their names anyways with the k family (laughs) i I enjoyed watching it in Nigeria. It was so much kind of aspirational. I remember when I was watching it and I would see I saw their family go to Bora Bora, just traveling the world, having money. And in Nigeria, like money money is such a big everywhere in the world, money is a big factor, right? So watching I, I liked them when I was in Nigeria. And then I came to the US and the kind of conversations people had about them was clearly different from the ones i was used to hearing about them in nigeria right um so it can have conflicted feelings about them but that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about the divorce first publicly from what i saw in the public because i don't know what's happening in their private lives can you put <laughs> kim through? he should have pepe <laughs> When he called Chris, Chris John, I was like, no, there's there's no coming back from this. When he went on his rants and he would just say things that were really, really hurtful about her. When he was talking about, oh, North would have been an abortion. Like, no one needed to know those things, especially if you're not going to talk about talk to your partner about certain things you're going to share about them publicly. If you're going to share something personal about your partner, the least you can do is tell them, oh, I want to talk about so-and-so. Is it okay? Is that fine? And it seemed, all those things just seemed like spur of the moment to Kanye. He just spoke about these things. He just acted this way. He didn't care. And she stuck by him for a while. I didn't know it was even going to last up to five years. Because when I watched, yes, like I said, I watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. When I watched it in Nigeria, her was that her second marriage with Chris Humphreys, right? That man was such, such, a, such a jerk. I don't want, to, I don't want to cuss. <laughs> he was such a jerk because it seemed like he didn't care about her. He was just there for the, for the ride. He. Like he literally did not care. He was emotionally immature. 
he so i was happy when that that marriage was over 72 days it was over i was like yes girl leave that man alone that man is a loser then she got with kanye i didn't i don't know with keeping up with the connections you saw him coming once or twice quite when i was watching it in nigeria i stopped when i got here when i got to the u.s um i just didn't ex- i didn't expect them to last this long they've been how old is north north is i think seven or eight thereabouts i'm not sure and they've been together for that long so i didn't expect them to last that long but then again when when you saw what kanye was doing it was just it's just time to when he was doing that he's like um running for presidency you know what do you even say about um slavery the comments he made the comments he was making this past few years my goodness they just came off horribly horribly i don't know man but and you saw after the kanye and drake concert was saying run back he had this lyric and was like run back to me kimberly and he also did an interview drink with champs i believe when he was talking about oh i haven't seen the divorce papers yet as far as he knows they're still married this is after tmz already said oh um kim is filing for divorce immediately after that concert there was another article that came out and said kim i read the article kim was like no counseling no reconciliation measures is going to keep her married together so it seems like she's done for good at first at first it seemed kind like a public publicity stunt because after she allegedly or supposedly filed for divorce she was still wearing those uh all black to donda concerts she was doing wife wife of the black wife of the i don't even know what's that thing when she wore white and did like a wedding themed stuff for a donda concert so at that point i was like is this divorce actually happening or they're just playing with the public's feelings and getting hype and stuff and with the p davis's stuff i could i, I thought i was <laughs> When, it, when, we, when I saw pictures of herself and Pete like holding hands and taking pictures in matching pajamas, I, I was surprised. I, I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like Pete, what is Pete doing with these women in Hollywood? What is Pete doing? I need to know because this is not normal. Pete is everywhere, every single place. A woman just leaves the relationship. Pete is ready to help them. It's just there, rebounding man. Eh? Hollywood rebounder. <laughs> He's there. So that was a little bit um surprising for me. I just didn't expect Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Anyways, good luck to her. Hopefully she leaves that man because he's stressful. He's annoying. I know men that's their that's their that's their man you know Kanye the gold he's the genius he's the this is that spare me spare me all that okay thank you <laughs> now moving on <laughs> let's talk about Zendaya and Tom Holland okay so over the past few years I think there's always been like rumors that they were dating they were seeing each other I remember a picture 
some paparazzi photos of them in a car publicly kissing came out a few months ago i'm not sure and so obviously it seems like they're dating right but i think the funniest this this seems so wholesome in all their interviews you know just sweet a sweet young couple but this has brought brought the debate of um what's that debate that people have short men and tall women (laughs) and i remember seeing someone say oh this excuse me this is a win for our short men and i don't know man this this is a rich man (laughs) this is a rich man so is he really short is a rich man can a rich man be short because when he stands on his money you know he's he's not short and that's what we, we need to be talking about a rich man is not is not short so like i said i don't know with the whole like tall men tall women short men discourse i personally i, I can't say i don't care because i do care <laughs> i care but I don't think you should be using Tom Holland's um, and Jendaya to say yes. Short kings, we are back up. You are not back anyway because you don't have the money. You are not back up. <laughs> you are still down. <laughs> so don't don't use it as inspiration and be and be and be um, bold and courageous and be moving up and stepping up to the women. Mm-mm-mm. Don't. No one sent you message. Okay. All right. See. So. I saw this tweet on Twitter, obviously, right? So this tweet on Twitter said, um, Is it wrong to ask a guy for a down payment on a date because you need to solidify your time not being wasted? The dating discourse on Twitter is annoying, infuriating, cringy, stupid. I don't know. I don't know how people think about these things. These are the things that are my pet peeves. Why are you? (laughs) How do you come up with things like this? I am tired. Right? Like, what, what the hell is this? Do you like I'm actually speechless. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I have a I have a weird um the way I approach money and for me and and when I when I think like this is also because of because I'm a woman, right? I approach money with I need to I need to have my own money. I don't I don't want to be sitting here saying oh I'm waiting for someone to pay for a down payment. <sighs> because men are money. It's very tricky. You don't... I'm trying to find a way to articulate my thoughts well. Without saying anything stupid, you know, or what I don't mean. You just have to... You have to have your own. You have to have your own money. You can't sit here, especially when you're dating a man, as, as a woman dating a man... I don't know about any other type of relationship <laughs> before I start let me talk to talk about things I don't know as a woman dating a man you have to have your own money because why 
imagine imagine you go out on a date now and then you expect someone else to pay or and the person doesn't just like oh let, let's go half let's let's just pay for our own food and maybe you don't have money because you're sitting there expecting oh he's going to pay that's how you come back on twitter and be saying rubbish oh can you believe i went on a date this man did not pay for my food and i had to call my friends to pay me real quick no don't don't be putting yourself in situations like that like do not do not hmm? don't put yourself in such situations but how 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 would you even ask for the down, down payment how much if someone as a person if like you're this girl that would ask for a down payment to if someone asks you, you on a date how much would you be asking for and how would you even approach it how would you say you say this person say oh can we go on a date i like you i find you attractive let's go to so 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 place and then you say well as a rule i don't go on dates without down payment how much is she going to ask for i i feel like if i was a person that that asked for down payment um i think i'll charge per hour you guys please i don't do this (laughs) okay let's say you expect the date to be two hours right most dates run one hour one hour thirty two hours that's a good a good enough date and let's say you're charging like fifty dollars per hour so that's hundred dollars and i also think that you should also charge for for how you're appearing Mm? your beauty needs your transport your outfit you know how much how much how much you think an outfit for it i think it also depends on the kind of date you're going to right the kind of date you're going where you're going if it's just like an ice cream date maybe your down payment will be like 150 (laughs) if you're going to a high um I can't, I can't speak. All my thoughts are just jumbled. If you're going to an upscale restaurant, yes. If you're going to an upscale restaurant, um, your shoes. If you're wearing like Shein, <laughs> pretty little, <laughs> maybe you can charge an additional like $100 or $150 for your outfits. Then your makeup. How much do you make makeup and wig? That's plus $200. So all in all, that's $300 for your down payment if you're going to um if you're wearing like sheen and you're going to an upscale restaurant mm? but then if you're wearing more expensive things and you're going to an upscale restaurant maybe you can charge like 300 so your down payment realistically should come up to 500 dollars right but this is actually a really really ridiculous thing to think about how would you even approach it hey um to ensure that you're not going to waste my time i need you to give me my give me a down payment but when you think about it you know how when you pay for down payments for houses if you leave the house in good condition when you're renting they would give you back your money right so i'm wondering if for her if the dates pans out well if she's going to give the down payment back and if the man is actually if the guy is actually going to collect the money back this is actually just ridiculous and it's so fascinating to me <laughs> it's really really fascinating <sighs> like i said dating dating discourse on twitter is cringe 
it's annoying and what horrible but then again i just thought about what i was saying about kim and kanye what would have i what would i have done in if i was in her shoes when he was saying all those things let me tell you something i would have just leaked leaked some personal things about him to the media no one will know it's coming from me i will just be quiet playing the good supportive wife i'm supporting kanye through the marital struggles you know i stick by my man i stand beside him all the while i'm the cause of his public public relations his pr i will add more fire to his pr mess <laughs> because you're not going to disgrace me like that and go scot free i am going to be telling the media tmz our sources said i am the sources your wife is the sources if you want to be stupid let's be stupid together eh? <laughs> but i really cannot another thing i hate really hate is public disgrace so i can't i cannot imagine being in a situation where my partner is just being just saying horrible things just saying horrible things in the media and i don't know what am i going to do girl ugh, i don't know I have to i really really have to say so i'll just pay my own back but quietly while publicly standing by him you know yes we're all going to be in trouble anyways yeah and then i said i was going to speak a little bit about basketball the way covid has been running through the nba this this early season has been horrible horrible almost like 60 players i um they're in covid protocols now i don't know why they so in the in the beginning of last season they were they were doing daily testing before every game you know they were very they were very strict with the um with the rules and regulations for covid but then since the vaccine happened um since a lot of players I think they said 90 something percent of the league players were vaccinated they were more lax with the rules you know they stopped daily testing for people that were vaccinated they stopped a bunch of things that kept it together last season and then now covid is running through the league like it's pack it's still pack you know <laughs> um i really think they should bring back those measures they had in place before it's going to make them safer it's going to put more consciousness in the players okay we are still in the pandemic we shouldn't be out partying and doing all sorts just because we are vaccinated you understand so hopefully and i don't know with the lakers a lot of their a lot of their players westbrook lebron was in covid protocols for like one day and i remember him tweeting something is really fishy and he put this a bunch of fish emojis i was like lebron lebron's tweets are corny and they just they're just so he's just so old man i think he's 37 he's so old and he tweets like an old man 37 is not that old but on social media when when a 37 year old is tweeting like he's 50 lebron please i beg but a lot of the Laker players are in COVID protocols now, and it's just horrible. I wonder how the um, Christmas game would be. On Christmas, the NBA they play these really special games between really good teams, and if I think the Lakers play the Nets, um, James Harden is also in in COVID protocols, so we don't want to be watching um, G League G League team, you know. 
if they have to take a week off this week and postpone the game so a lot of the players would a lot of the teams can recalibrate get healthy from covid get well from covid you know that would be amazing because i don't want to be watching any nonsense games on christmas you know and let's talk about the early mvp um the early mvp people i think there are like four people in that conversation for the league mvp award kevin durant um nikola Jokic, steph he's the fourth person hmm lebron is on the outside it's start. he's starting to his name is starting to creep up in that conversation but i think i don't know who is going to win but good luck to all of them involved really good luck to them if you guys don't know i support the warriors so obviously i want steph to win and if he doesn't win that's his business <laughs> because if he plays well they the warriors have the best record in the in the league right now so if steph plays well he's most likely going to win it but if he's if he's going to play the way he has played this december he has been playing horribly if he's going to continue playing that way he's obviously not going to win it and like i said that's going to be his business because no one sent him to be to be playing like a bricklayer out there um yeah that's all i have for for the nba apart from that yes i'm really excited to see the Suns and the golden state warriors on christmas day that's going to be a wonderful game hopefully everyone is healthy for that game it's going to be a beautiful game i would love to watch hopefully we win because i'm not about to hear any chris paul um eulogies on my social media if you guys don't know i don't like that man i don't like chris. <laughs> i don't like chris paul so if he beats if he beats my team on christmas that's going to be double double problems first losing on christmas second losing to chris paul on christmas Mm-mm. i don't want to see it i don't want to hear about it i will just mute everything basketball if you lose on my timeline and keep my keep my good vibes like i said but i really really don't want to see that um and i'm also a fan of nigerian music if you guys don't know i mostly listen to nigerian music gospel and rap if you see if you see my um rap for the year you would understand it's very chaotic gospel is on there followed by rap followed by um fuji i love 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 fuji music so my music taste is very all over the place i don't really listen to american artists like that except they are rappers so this year nigerian artists did wonders this year all the songs the projects the albums even albums even eps that didn't get a lot of recognition there were still so quality music released i liked leah's ep she had an amazing body of work beautiful ep i liked i liked the I don't like whiskey so i'm sorry if you're whiskey fans listen to this anyways i liked his song mood with buju buju was one of the people i really really liked this year i i started listening i only knew one of his songs before and that was the one with bonner boy i can't remember the name of the song but i liked that song about two years ago and all of a sudden this year he just kind of catapulted into like mainstream success and i he 
I like how his voice is so different from every other person's voice. When you hear a song with him, you know it's him. You know it's it's Buju and it's very distinct. The same with Aria Star. She sang, she sounds similar to Thames, but I prefer her sound. I don't know. I prefer her sound. I love her fashion. I love her songs, especially um Fashion Killer and Blood Samaritan. Blood Samaritan. <laughs> Excellent album she had this year. I like I like Miyokunsu. Miyokun is my is my person. So I liked his album too. Um, back in office i loved it i liked um the song he had with um flavor filler i love the ibo the way the ibo just blends just beautiful beautiful stuff i like um holy father that's like holy father is beautiful i liked the intro to the album where he was song rapping like i said i love rap so i loved the way he was rapping on it it was really nice that album was good i liked buju's album but i feel I think I only like about two songs on the album. So yeah. I also loved Kiss Daniel's work. Um the name of his album is Son of Barnabas or something like that. But it was really, really good work. Quality, beautiful music he had on there. I can't remember which of the artists dropped. Oh Tiwas. Tiwas also had the um EP Water and Gary. Somebody's song was everywhere in the world, Atlanta, in the, the Antarctica, in the South Pole, North Pole, everybody was son, singing somebody's song. I liked the song. Her EP was really good too. Um, next year, I also liked, let, let me keep, I also liked Peru's um, Fireboy's song. It was a really, really good one. Davido dropped a lot of features this year. His first single just came, came out last month champion sound i liked it i liked his verse the most on that sound i loved his verse really really good i also feel like a lot of people in the conversations about davido this year i think there was it like it wasn't there was not a lot of sensitivity towards it right because he lost a lot of people that were close to him his he mourned a lot this year so it's not it's not possible for someone that has dealt with such loss you still expect that person to come out and have a blazing year in their art i don't think that's feasible or that's particularly kind to ask of anyone um i kind of like that he he kind of took the year off he didn't really put out too much he, he was visible in because he's a visible artist he's he drives a lot of pop culture conversations in nigeria so obviously he's he was in conversations but musically i like how he was a little bit mellow just not every year just be doing that's my fave that's my guy mm? when i hear when i go somewhere and if i hear shake the way i lose the way i lose all home training i just asked david is my guy so yeah hopefully next year we have a wonderful project from him i think he he's doing a joint ep with vocalistic i can't wait to hear how it sounds because i really really liked his last two songs with vocalistic um champion sound and kista kista was beautiful loved it loved it 100 recommend um Adekule Gold also is coming. 
I think he has hinted at a project for next year, early next year. I loved his last album. Wonderful. I also went to an Adekone Gold concert-ish this year. Wonderful. I loved love just singing, holding, screaming all his lyrics. Okay, okay. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> I really liked it. So hopefully the way he rebranded from that, um Baba God answer your call to all this um all this thing, you know, fusion. This nice. I like I like his transition. I don't even know how to call the two phases, but the last one was more rooted. I don't know. He just seems more himself now. I like how he embraced change. I don't think it can be easier as an artist to change your vibe because a lot of people associate your vibe with you, with your art, how you come off um, your music translates to your audience. So for him to have done that successfully is wonderful work. Waiting for his album, wonderful. And also Chiki, I loved his last album of the bullets if you guys you guys can check it out wonderful album i liked roadroom i liked the one here the song he had with mi it, it escapes me now but i think he also said february or march expecting wonderful work from him beautiful he's daniel also dropped an album this year wonderful body of work i like the songs they're on my playlist anytime they come come on my place i'm having a wonderful time so i think that's all i have for you guys this week thank you so much for coming to listen to me um i hope you had a wonderful time i hope you enjoyed listening to me talk and i'll hear back from you next next time bye